0: Alright, we'll listen to that a little later on. That was uh, The Shelters with Rebel Heart. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Uh, Standing by to join me is Mark Borg, uh, PhD. We're going to talk about his upcoming book, and I got approval to say this, but I'm going to say it sparingly. Don't be a dick. Change yourself. Change your world. Good morning. Hi. (laughs) How are you? I gave the disclaimer. I'm allowed to say this. I'm going to say it sparingly, and we can also, you know, switch out the word. Don't be a Richard.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. Sounds good.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, tell me, Mark, how did you come up with the idea of this book?
1: Well, (laughs) I had a meltdown with a group that I've been working with uh, for many years. In fact, this group started in 2010. You interviewed one of my one of my colleagues, one of my pals, last year on your show. And I had a meltdown in public at a restaurant that we have weekly meetings. And it was a meltdown to top all meltdowns. And, of course, as I'm having this meltdown, I look around and some family friends are a couple of tables over, and it just struck me right there and then that somehow I had gone so far with allowing myself to get away with a particular kind of behavior, call it a jerk, call it a Richard, call it a beep, you know, whatever you want to call it. I just, right then and there, I made this commitment to myself that I was going to install a pause button inside me, and I was going to start this exploration of this kind of behavior, and the exploration and the pause actually led me to a whole summer of doing nothing but working on this book. So it was really um, my, in a funny way, it's kind of a love letter, to my, to my project, to this group that I, I've been working with, Grant Brenner and Danny Berry. Mm-hmm. And uh, so far, so good. You know, we're celebrating nine years on Thanksgiving, so uh, if I am able to kind of catch, monitor, have a pause when I'm feeling hurt and entitled yes. to treat someone else poorly, yes. i.e. be a jerk, um, then things can actually last, and, and, and that's what I want to offer to the world.
0: I think it's great advice because a lot of times, let's say, even when we're driving, we become so aggressive and we have this whole dialogue about the person and, it, you know, it's so toxic.
1: Yeah. Well, that's funny because I grew up in uh, Newport Beach, just one town over from you. And I grew up, you know, driving cars and riding motorcycle and all this kind of stuff. And so, of course, I had that California entitlement to a certain kind of behavior when justified, and so I moved to New York, and I live in New York now, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be so nice, and more cars, whatever, (laughs) and you know, all those rules, all those rules that we have in our head, all those agreements in our head, like if you're a jerk to me, that justifies me being a jerk to you, like that's one of the big points of my book, this book is about patrolling other people's behavior, it's about being righteous, it's about projection, it's about like hurling turds into other people's good days and the funny thing about the traffic example is we have the same issue here only it's not cars it's foot traffic you know you're walking down the street you're like oh that person's walking on the quote wrong side of the street or yes. oh there's a bicyclist that's salmoning and salmoning is when the bicycle rides the wrong direction it gets oh, no. traffic uh, in the bike race <laughs> I mean or oh God the worst. Is when somebody comes barreling onto the subway before you come off. So yes. there's all these incredible ways that we New Yorkers are jerks. Yes, but mostly I think that we're jerks because we're patrolling other people's jerky behavior. Yeah, like my one of my one of my formulas I developed in this book is that most jerks think that they're receiving unprovoked attacks. But what I find is that this particular kind of jerk or if I can use the word sparingly, sparingly Richard, um, is is, is inviting, they're inviting counterattacks. The jerk who's walking through life, believe me, is not being attacked. They are not being attacked in an unprovoked way. The jerk, who's really a qualified jerk, is inviting counterattacks. And so if you're walking through your life and you're finding other jerks, what's happening is you're being invited to this kind of behavior. You're being invited to do this jerk dance, and all of a sudden, you know, there's, there's, the, the jerk factor is multiplying, and we've got right. jerk after jerk after jerk that feels completely entitled yes. to this horrible behavior. Right. But if you really get quiet, and that's what I did that day in Neptune Diner on First Avenue and Eleventh Street, I know where that is. I hit is. pause.
0: You know where that is? <laughs> I do. I grew up in New York. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, I love that place. I, I had my kid's first birthday in that place <laughs> uh, many years ago. But um, you know, but but what I found was that really, if I looked inside myself, and I found all the reasons why I was reacting, I found all these really sensitive spots, like, I'm not dealing with my insecurity. I'm not dealing with my anxiety. I'm actually taking that out on other people, and I'm making the world an increasingly unsafe place. So I found that really the answer, if I follow it all the way back, the real answer to not being a jerk is to, to really work very hard at accepting myself. Oh, really yes. looking at my own humanity, really doing everything I can to drop my guard, and not, not in a simple sense. I mean, that, I think being safe in our own skins in a lot of places in our lives require us taking risks with other people, letting other people see us, letting Definitely. other people know us, letting other people care for us, yes, and then creating a safe space where it's okay to be ourselves.
0: Definitely. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Mark Borg. Uh, He has a Ph.D. about his book, Don't Be a Dick, Change Yourself, Change Your World. Um, Yeah, you know, I feel like we're so judgy, and as you say, we have to focus on ourselves. Why is that so important?
1: Well, first of all, that's really interesting, because I have two rules at the end of the book. I say, look, if you do these two things, if you follow these two rules... You won't be a dick. You won't Mm -hmm. be a jerk. You won't be a whatever. I say, here's here's rule number one. Rule number one is focus on yourself. Keep the focus on yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Just like you just said. Rule number two, this is how important it is. Rule number two, refer to rule number one. (laughs) In other words, to me, you just hit the golden spot. You just hit the sweetest spot possible because the reason why... We are not focused on ourselves because we don't accept ourselves. And there's this really primitive psychological defense mechanism that most of us are aware of called projection. Mm -hmm. And projection is that mechanism that protects me by seeing everything hateable, everything dislikable, everything unacceptable about myself. I see it in you. And then I react. But I'm not reacting to you because I don't know you. I'm reacting to me. I'm reacting as if what I hate in me is in you. And what the problem is, of course, is that I never get down to the cause. I never get the causes and conditions, and I can never fix it. And at that point, the world is a pretty ugly place. So when we take back our projections, when we start saying, like, wait a minute, how is it that every single solitary person walking down the street is an a-hole? Like, yeah. if that, if I'm willing to ask myself that question, right. and I'm willing to tone it down and say, let's, let's not use a bad language about ourselves. In the book, I actually ask people to think about the word they usually use for themselves when they're not happy, like maybe I call myself stupid, or maybe I call myself a jerk, or a yeah. dick, or whatever, Yeah. I ask myself that, and then I say, if you're working on self-acceptance, maybe the word that you use for yourself will become more gentle,
0: yes. maybe
1: I'll go from being stupid, yes. to being uneducated, to being innocent because I just don't know that yet. I haven't found out. Yes. I'm really begging people. It's ironic. But in this book, I'm begging people, begging people to be gentle with themselves. This book is not an indictment. It's not a judgment. It's not not to blame yourself. It's not to hurt yourself. It's to actually put the weapons that you think that you're using on other people down Mm -hmm. because if you're using this weapon of jerkery or dickery, Uh, then you're using that weapon on yourself.
0: So imagine this whole vibe at Thanksgiving.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do. Because I grew up in Southern California, and I go back to Southern California. And in the summer in Southern California, I was sleeping in uh, the back bedroom with my Japanese immigrant wife, Mm -hmm. and I looked up on the shelf, and I saw a, a, a fine photograph of somebody with orange hair no on my parents shelf i'm married to this immigrant beautiful japanese woman and there is this let me be a little less dramatic it was sort of kind of nestled behind something else but i saw the tuft and i believe me i was my wife and i were like oh my god we're not welcome here oh my god my parents are such tricks oh my god what happened but to tell you the truth what we did was this. What? We hit pause. Yeah. We took a deep breath. Good. We loved each other. Good. And when the dust settled, I called my mom. I'm like, Mom, that, that really hurt my beautiful, wonderful wife. When we saw that picture, she's like, what picture? She was laughing hysterically her because I guess evidently somebody sent up that picture and they buried it back there yes. because they didn't have, she had no clue right. what we were talking about. In other yeah. words, if you hit pause and you come at it either with a sense of humor or kindness or openness or generosity yeah. and you keep your side of the street clean, then you can actually approach people in a conversation and not an attack. I and that's what happened.
0: I agree. So we have to wrap up in a few minutes, but what do you do, Mark, to breathe? Or, you know, like, do you, do you meditate? Do you do yoga? What do you do to relax? New York is a really fast-paced, crazy city.
1: Oh, ho, ho. I see. The brilliant, wonderful thing that happened to me a couple of years ago is I met this person uh, in the East Village where I live and this person, I don't know how we connected, but this guy said, do you surf? Ah. Like, like, surf? Are you kidding? So me and this guy every Saturday morning, I'm talking 20, you know, 12 months a year, we have pictures of us surfing in the snow. I surf. I you do the do? same thing I did to Californ- in California to relax. So I'm a New York city surfer, and uh, I, I really believe that if I didn't have that I'd be my, my head would be spinning. But, right. you know, I mean, I, 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 I love the pace here. I love having this practice where I see so many different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. This practice really fuels uh, the first couple of works that Grant and Danny and I did. This practice really fuels this book. Not because I'm looking at these people as jerks, obviously not, but because these people are so kind and open with me, and they're helping me understand how all of us different people are navigating our way through our life right. and trying to create some balance and trying to be peaceful with each other. And, and that's really what I tried to write about. I really, the, the philosophy I try to live by actually is, and especially when it comes to being a jerk, is Satyagraha. Which and is? Satyagraha, that's the technique that Gandhi and Martin Luther King Jr. use Uh, you know, in in, to deal with the civil civil unrest here in the United States and India. And so they actually used this nonviolent protest. They didn't give in. They didn't give up. They held fast, but they committed to not harming other people. So Satya Graha, this nonviolent protest, is also a very powerful way to not be a jerk.
0: Absolutely. Now, where can people find out more about you?
1: Uh, So, uh, they can go on Psychology Today. I have two blogs on Psychology Today. One is called Irrelationship and one is called Relationship Sanity. Uh, I also have my own uh, site on Psychology Today, Mark B. Borg, Jr., and you can go to uh, Central Recovery Press website or Amazon or any bookseller to buy the book. Don't be a dick.
0: Okay. Well, Mark, thank you so much for calling in. I have all your info on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. It's been great having on you having you on the show, and happy Thanksgiving early. Hope your
1: Thanksgiving thank you so much. is peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Great, great talking to you. Thank you. you.
0: Thanks, Mark. All right, if you missed any part of that, all the info is on my show blog, and I'll have our conversation on there as well. We'll take a little break, and then we'll be back. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.